0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sheep Cashiered Podcast. We're here to we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you into the most educational show on YouTube that peeks behind the curtain and brings up ideas and points to ponder that maybe you weren't thinking about today or maybe you were looking for some intellectual stimulation. Well, you came to the right place. I, my friends, you know, the show is called The Sheep Can Podcast, and I realized, I did my very first show I ever did, I'm coming up on 100 episodes if you can believe it, I, on my very first show I did, um, I touched on my allegory of the sheep, something that I'm still working on mastering, but it was a thought that I had that really became a huge part of founding this show, and where I got the name from. Because I realized that the average person out there is almost equivalent to the NPC in a video game. Now, I know most people think they're the protagonist, and of their own life, they are correct. But you need to realize something. That in everybody else's life, you're basically an NPC. While they go on their journey. And to the people in power... That's being generous. Calling you an NPC. Now, I really want to touch on why I believe that people don't that the sheep today they get cheered more than they get slaughtered. Okay. Now, most people, if not everybody, is a sheep. I don't want to go down the whole allegory again. I'll do it again in a different time. If you want to look, if you want to listen to it, you'll to find my the very first episode I did. But my friends. I really wanna bring up five ways that I believe you are getting sheared today. And by sheared, I mean you're getting fleeced, you're getting the wool pulled over your eyes, whatever allegory you wanna use, I believe is happening to you. Now, I actually wrote this down in the notes that I will be you putting in the description of the video or the audio podcast that you're currently listening to. I will have these numbered out from one to five. And you better believe me that the people in power—they don't want you to hear this right now. In fact, I guarantee you. I, let me put it to you this way: I will be shocked if I don't get censored, if I don't get hit with a strike, if I don't get hit by something in this video, especially on YouTube. I will be shocked if I don't get hit by with something because I'm giving you a peek behind the curtain as someone who has been, who's worked for the government, had a top secret clearance. Now, don't get don't get too excited. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to put myself in in line of fire for an indictment by sharing classified things that I may or may not know. I'm not going to do that. Gonna, I got. I value my career and my freedom. But what I will do is I will give you a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, and I will share share with you the five ways I believe you and me I are getting sheared. Now, before I give you the first, before I give you the first reason, the first tip. Uh, I want to let you know that your voice is valuable to me and I want it to be heard. So if you want to go find me on Twitter. At Ozzy Creed. You can reply. I'm going to tweet out. I tweet out questions, retweet stuff. If you want to engage with me and the growing community over there. You're more than welcome to go over and follow me on Twitter. Or if you want to leave comments in the comment section on YouTube. Or on Rumble. Wherever it is you're listening to the show. You're more than welcome to do that. So I want you to let your voice be heard on this topic, whether you agree, disagree, all fair game. But here's what we're gonna get down to brass tacks. Y'all ready for the first one? I know you're thirsting for it. Here it is. First reason you are getting, first way you're getting sheared, fake feuds. Yes. Uh, in other words, the uh, the dog and pony show, the smoke and mirrors the shadows on the wall, but the tribalism we see in our society. Now, what do I mean by tribalism? I mean, let's look at the politicians for an example, okay? Now, I actually took a live um, political test on my show. I have a whole video on it. You can look that up. But, I... Needless to say, I'll, I'll give you a little spoiler, I'm an independent. I'm almost exactly in the middle. And because I have this, I'm able to see things from a little bit of a different lens. I'm able to see the three-card the Monty that passes for a political system that we have. Because yes, at the local and even even the state level, you have very passionate people who firmly, I think, firmly believe what they're saying. But then when you get higher up, you get, whether it's Congress, whether it's the presidency, whether it's the Supreme Court... I get more increasingly skeptical, because when you look at it, you realize that the people in power, they all go to the same parties, have the same friends, go to the same functions, are part of the same clubs, while they pretend like they're, oh, this person's bad, oh, this person's evil, we gotta get them out of office, gotta do this, we gotta do that, and yet they all seem to share a very similar friend group and social circle at the very top, why is that? The minute you can answer that question, you'll start to realize that a lot of the feud is fake and drummed up for A, money, and B, to keep them in That's all. <laughs> that's that's why they're the fake feuds. Some of them might genuinely be real, but they're not at the top. I'm talking about the very top. I'm not talking about the shadows. I'm talking about the people casting the shadows that you're looking at next way you're being sheer, number two is gatekeeping in other words uh censorship filtering uh controlling the narrative The mainly what you see in social media the associated press etc most of what you see the gatekeeping is like the bread and circuses if you re, uh if you i think it was it cicero i believe it was cicero the roman philosopher who came up with that first saying but most of the things you see in here on the internet are either A, dumbed down, or B, completely and utterly a bread and circuses show that is meant to distract you from what's really going on. Because when you, the more people who get mobilized, the more people who get genuinely interested, the people who can mobilize those people are dangerous to any social order. The free thinkers are dangerous to any social order. Because most, if not all, world orders, whether it's governments, uh, secret societies, whatever it is, they want people to be dumb. Basically, they want you to be a a cow in a field. They want you to be the equivalent of that. When you look at the, when you look at European history in particular, you'll you will see that there were feudal lords who had the serfs who worked their fields, who harvested their crops who protected their land who built their houses and did everything for them while they kind of sat there and collected the money now I am not saying that those people are inherently evil in fact the opposite is true they're just smarter than you and their grandparents were smarter than you and they eventually built up their wealth to the point where they're practically become untouchable now I'm not saying that we should just Eat the rich. I'm like another money like Bonnie Frank used to do. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not I'm not a communist. I'm not saying we need to eat the rich. Because that's stupid. What I'm saying is this: you need to be aware of how the system works. Which leads me to my next point. The third way you're getting sheared is through double Dutch taxes. In other words, the taxes are written in such a way that they favor the people who are the very very top now that most people already know that especially if you're a little older and you actually pay substantial taxes so i don't need to lecture you on that but people often get surprised of they hear guys like bernie sanders they talk about oh we're gonna tax to millionaires billionaires yeah millionaires billionaires they make too much money and hey, we need to tax them well here's the problem with that who do you think funds their campaign Who do you think pays for them to give speeches? Who do you think allows them to get a book deal for $75 million after they get out? Who do you think allows for all those things to happen? Answer, the people in behind the scenes who are pulling the strings and AKA the rich 1% of the 1% of the 1% people. The the rich, the, the millionaires and billionaires that hate so much are the ones who fund their entire existence. You listening yet i know no, you probably turn the show off you probably are like oh who cares i like, can't do anything about it anyway so what's the point in knowing about it well schmuck the reason you should know about it is this because then you might be able to do something about it and it's better to know about something than it is to be in the dark because you know what happens in the dark you trip you fall you get mugged etc that's what happens to you and i don't want that to happen to you i want you to be aware i want you to be in the know so you can respond accordingly Next case, number four. The fourth way you are being shared, my friends, and trust me, the government doesn't want you to know this because you might actually be a free thinker and then you become very dangerous like me. Number four, uh, a dubious democracy. Let me ask you something. Um, Look, I'm not saying that democracy is bad. I'm not saying that America is bad. I love America. But What happens when there are people who contribute a lot to society, they create a lot of jobs, they create a lot of opportunities, They provide people with a chance to better their own life. What happens when people who contribute a lot to society have the same voice as a bum who pukes on himself but has no job and then contributes nothing to society other than to add to the statistics of the welfare state? When that bum and his vote is equal to somebody who is extremely intelligent and who works really hard and is very smart, you realize very quickly how backwards the system is. Oh, Austin, that's so elitist. Well, no, I'm not saying that you need to be an elitist. What I'm saying is when the people who are stupid, the people who are not paying attention, the people who are getting paid by the welfare state... Uh, hold on. People are not going to accept this. Should I even say it? You know what? I'm going to say it. Who cares? Go ahead censor me see if i care um my friends when you promote the lowest common denominator do you think that the people at the top are gonna there's gonna be a increasing divide between the middle class the middle class will either get richer or poorer that's number one number two with the constant expansion of the welfare state let me ask you something who do you think that the people on welfare whether it be food stamps ebt WIC, Whatever. Who do you think they vote for? The person who offers them more more of something for nothing? Or somebody else? When you hear a politician discuss the idea of expanding, adding, giving more money to the poor and underprivileged, and the oppressed, who do you think they're talking about? No, I'm not adding race or anything into this. That's not important. In fact, it's very unimportant to this conversation. We're talking economics here. When you see politicians talking about expanding the welfare rolls, they will instantly get votes because they're essentially paying the people to vote for them. They're using public money to give votes for public office. You think I'm making it up? Look it up for yourself. If you think I'm lying about it, look it up for yourself and get back to me. And if you think that was the worst, trust me, I'm not done yet. I'm about to really drop a a knowledge dime on y'all today. You're lucky. You're probably never going to hear this on any show ever. Because I did the research and they didn't. Here it is for you. Number five. They divide and conquer technique. Whether it's social confusion... The Marcuse Frankfurt School doctrine, or uh, what people would refer to as the quote "New World Order," whatever it is they want to refer to it as, the notion of dividing people into smaller and smaller groups. You no, know, y'all you, you ever played that game like Agario? You ever played that? A game with the the dots that you little dots, but the big there's the big dots that kind of circle the map, and then. You try to absorb the big ones, absorb the smaller ones while avoiding the bigger ones. That's the political scene in America today. They want to divide you into smaller and smaller and smaller circles so they can just gobble all of you up at once instead of all of you banding together and being a bigger circle that they can't just gobble up. Does that work for you? Is that a good analogy? I think it is. My friends, I want to share something with you. I did research on this topic. I didn't just come in here to shoot my mouth off today. Let me pull it up. Here, I want to share this with you. You can feel free to take a picture of this or whatever it is you want to do because... Ladies and gentlemen, my mic cut out. My apologies. Let me get this list down for y'all. I was experiencing some technical difficulties. So we're going to look at this list I just about to discuss with you about the Marcuse School. And here it is. Y'all ready for this? I know you're, I know you're thirsting for it. Here it is. Number one on the list of things the Marcuse School recommended for. Here it is. Now, remember, this is about the Marcuse School was pushing for socialism and communism in America through the back door instead of through the front door, which is what had been tried up until this point. Here it is. Now, let me know and stop me at any point in your head if you recognize any of these eleven things I'm about to mention to you being done, and might contribute to you being sheared. Here it is: number one, the creation of racism offenses. In other words, whenever something happens and whenever it's applicable, scream racism. Number two, constitute continual change in the country to create constant confusion. Sound familiar? Uh, literally, Barack Obama wrote, ran on this concept of change. The progressive left is always change. We need more change, 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 change. That's all. It's like a parrot. Change the system. Wah. That's where it comes from. Number three, teach sex and homosexuality to children wherever you can. Hmm. Um. Sound familiar? I'll keep going. Number four, undermine schools and the teacher's authority. Five, flood the country with illegal immigrants to destroy the identity of the country. This is not a new concept. This was done, if you can believe it, back in the day when empires would conquer entire civilizations or cultures. They would move them around, shuffle them like pieces on a chessboard to try to separate them from their ancestors' graves to ensure that they were more controllable. And we're more servile to a distant capital. Six. Promote excessive drinking and drug use. All you gotta do is really look outside to see that one. Or go to San Francisco and see all the, all the bums in the street. Seven. Empty the churches out. You ever notice that the uh, churches are emptying out and the mosques are filling up? hmm Number eight. Create an unreliable legal system with a bias towards the criminals and against the victims of crimes. You ever notice that... um? The real criminals are often almost the victims. Like, oh, it was their fault. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. They're a victim. Yeah, that's that's not an accident. You're not imagining that. If you see that, number nine, make the people dependent on the state for both state benefits and state programs. In other words, using Uncle Sam to buy votes with public money. In other words, make people servile to the state so whatever the state does, they hold a lot more power over them and you're over you. Instead of being the taxpayer, you're the tax recipient. Number 10. Control and dumb down the media. Uh, hello? <laughs> a, I don't know how you can't see that one. Number 11, and this is the final one. Encourage the breakdown of the nuclear family. All you got to do is look at that. That last one is consistent with what Marx wrote. With what Lenin talked about. With what Engels talked about. Oh yeah, you didn't know that, did you? My friends, this is the divide and conquer that we're talking about. Every single one of those was to divide you, was to fake you out. This is what I'm talking about. You might want to re-listen to those. If you didn't if any of the last five things that I talked about, you forgot them already, I'd recommend you go back and see what you think about it. My friends, I want you to really consider how you are being exploited and how you're being set up. Cause you are, trust me. You may not see it right out the gate, but trust me, you are. I want you to really evaluate here in your in your life and see where you're being exploited. Cause I want you to win in life and I don't want you to, to continue to be exploited or be in the dark any longer. My friends, if you have anything you want to add to the conversation, you want to disagree with me, make my day go right ahead. You can find me on Twitter at Aussie Creed, like I mentioned before, or you can go over and find me on the YouTube or rumble page, uh, my audio got a little messed up, so I'm going to have to just put this out, and you have to listen to my lovely, majestic voice. But until next time, my friends, God bless you, God bless your family, God bless America. We're out of here. Peace.